This is Terror House Radio with Matt Forney and Bryden Proctor. Yeah, welcome to a Terror House Radio episode number 28. I'm Matt Forney, your charming and loquacious host, and the founder and editor-in-chief of Terror House Press. Joining me as usual is my co-host and producer, the uh, very jolly, I guess, Brian Proctor. How you doing, Brian? Um, I'm angry at Chris Wallace now from this morning is what I found. Also, like, immediately had to poop. Um, so, like, that that's a thing. Like, immediately, as soon as I hit record, it was like, you know what record stands for? Pooping. What does it stand for? Just pooping, I think. It's probably... Just pooping. Uh, well, you know, have you been hitting the mes- Met- Metamucil? No, I haven't had a Metamucil for months because, like, um, fucking Erica decided to use all mine for whatever reason and then thought, oh, yeah, you know what's the same? Um, I'll, I'll put psyllium husk. And it's like, well, that doesn't have the orange flavor. Well, it in is it, the same. But it doesn't have the orange <gasps> flavor. And it's not what I paid for. So? I pay for the orange flavor. Does it still does the job, doesn't no. it? No. Okay, no. No, no, no. See, that's that's the thing. No. I pay for the orange flavor. I want the orange flavor, dude. Well, the regular stuff will work in a pinch, right? No. No, no, I want the orange flavor. It's like uh, I, I mean, mean that I that, used no. flavored Listen, don't you know, like don't eat my hot pockets and replace them with fucking you know dollar store, you know warm pockets, right? Don't do that. Listen, <laughs> I'm a man of I, I'm a man of means and I pay for quality. All right, you know I that's 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 the way that I am. So I I, I want what I want, and I only want the best. So I want that orange flavored yep. Metamucil, the store brand. I'm not buying the actual so name brand. That's just every- way too expensive. So yeah, the it, everyone Bryden uh, has put you on notice. Do not steal his uh, four ply toilet paper and replace it with shit you filled from the gas station. No, actually, literally, yeah, don't do that. If you buy shitty toilet paper, you're a shitty guy. All right, like that's I was going on. I was talking about this last night on D Um, you know, like how you need to save your money for the most part. Just save your fucking money. There's no reason to spend it on ridiculous bullshit. Unless it comes to things like toilet paper. Like, I'm sorry, dude. You need to put... It's something you use every day. You're going to be happier if you have good toilet paper. you got to use good toilet paper. And for me, a man with hemorrhoids, a sensitive asshole, it's it's a bougie asshole. I have a bougie butt. Alright? So I need, you know, at least the Charmin. Don't give me this fucking, you know, shitty office like you know telemarketing center you know toilet paper i'm not using truck stop toilet one one grade that's one grade above sandpaper yeah yeah i'm not you know i can't do that my butthole won't agree with it it won't you know i i I got a bidet all right like it's already bad enough because this is one point where the americans do get me down they're quite uncivilized no bidets everywhere you know but you can't have those in america because i imagine putting one in a bar People are just going to use it to water fight. 
immediately. Day one, we put bidets everywhere. People are going to use it to water fight. And, 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 people will start pissing at them. They'll oh. start shitting in them for fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you know, like the bidet gun or whatever. That immediately is just water fights at the bar. You couldn't do it. You know, guys are just too cool, you know. And, I mean, I, I would have done that, too, when I was 20. But, yeah. I've yeah. got I've got a bidet. Yeah, you should. It's the only way to live. I've had bidets ever. I've I've had bidets ever since I got to Albania. They love their bidets here. <laughs> they may not, they may not have risen bread, but man, they've got bidets. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's 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 luxury. You know, I I have no idea how I've lived without one, and I have no idea how I'm gonna live without one because I'm getting out of here in a few days. Finally, once, eventually. Weren't you just saying how great fucking Albania was and Albania this, Albania that, or was that just a giant fucking cope and now you're trying to leave? No, I'm leaving because, like, I can't stay here forever. And I want to go somewhere else. Oh, where are you going? The gay sex store? Uh, to have some gay I haven't sex? I decided yet. <laughs> you gonna go over there? Woo-woo, clearance in aisle 69 at the gay sex store where Matt Forney is our number one customer. I think that's illegal here. What, a gay sex store? Yeah, probably. I would think that pretty much everywhere it's kind of illegal. I mean, not in America for too much longer. Well, I did... Well, I did did see an article, like, uh, the other day about how, like, queer... Public sex is part of the queer identity, and it's what? an act of uh, rebellion. What? No, that's... Why, dude, like, why is it... I mean, when was it that, that, that uh, uh, Joe Biden got into, like, kind of <clears throat> trouble for saying something about, like, uh, uh, you know, bathhouses were, were part of the gay whole thing? And people were like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, which it is, but, and then you you see an article like that saying public sex is part of the queer identity. I, man, I I just pulled it up. Uh, he, here's the here's the Twitter blurb. Uh, queer public sex is at the heart of a culture war between radical queers versus reformists. Under the surface, anti-public sex views are steeped in racism, classism, gentrification, and police surveillance. What public sex is integral, queerness. I did, but that's not, that's just some asshole on Twitter, right? Um, it's an article from Daily Dot. What? Come the fuck it, on, dude. Here's This person helpfully <laughs> provided a, D, a TLDR for us. Uh, this cover story clocks in over 3,000 words. It goes through a lot of issues at the heart of public sex and sexual expression at Pride, including... Capitalism and home ownership, whiteness and queer gentrification, race, class, and public sex, trauma from the AIDS crisis, public sex and consent, locations that are slash aren't off limits for public sex, technology, heteronormativity, assimilation, and public sex, quasi-public sex versus completely public sex, white urban queers calling for public safety via policing, Cruising as foundational to queer expression, hypocrisy between straight and queer public sex havers, and is all sex public sex now? 
Alright, well you gotta send me that, because I'm gonna do a stream today, and I'm gonna go through that fucking 3,000 word article for sure, and uh, dissect the genius that I'm sure it is. Like, that's that, that, that's incredible right there, because it's like, didn't do you remember what I'm talking about when Joe Biden got into, like, kind of trouble with the yeah, gays vaguely. over the bathhouse thing, you know? Yeah, vaguely. And they were like, what? Gay people don't just go to bathhouses and have sex with each other. What? What? Oh, it's... Like, it's funny how... This happens with every group, too. This happens with every group. And the only people that get called on it are right-wingers, you know, because they're like, scratch the surface, and they're white nationalists. I'm like, oh, dude, a lot of them? Fucking totally. You know? A uh, uh, fucking lot of them? Oh, absolutely. You know? But for some reason, these guys get to come forward. They're like, what? We don't all just have... Uh, we don't go cruising for bathrooms and bang each other and get AIDS. And then, like, you know, you're like, okay, okay, fine, maybe not. That's... that's Okay, that's fine. We're, we're cool with you. And they're like, we need to come and fuck in your front yard because it's part of our identity. So you scratch the service and all you find is fucking AIDS. But don't scratch them because you'll get a staph infection. You know, it, it, like... <laughs> I, it's, it's... Every group is like this. It's, you know, you scratch the fucking surface of a Democrat, you're going to find a fucking Marxist underneath. Like, it's, you know, I wouldn't mind if people were just all up front about everything and were like, hi, we're DGENs, we want to fuck in your front yard. I'd be like, gross, but you can go down the street and do it. Um, stay away from children, please. Um, go away forever. Please don't be near me. I, you know. Do- uh, yeah. I, I, I want to know why they're... they're, they're- broadening it to call it queer sex because there's really only one demographic of uh lgbtq barbecue people who engage in public sex on the regular and it's that's gay, gay guys yeah gay okay? men yeah it's gay men like lesbians don't engage in public sex well i'm sure there's a few here and there but you know by and large it's a gay thing it's a it's a dude thing yeah uh which by the way i mean if you dudes rock you know i mean like even when it comes to generacy Dudes stay rocking by just pushing the envelopes like fucking crazy. But the reason they call it queer is because no guy, no gay guy at this point, because dudes don't be rocking on this part, uh, don't want to be called gay guys anymore because they're like, actually, I'm an alien, you know, and like get their penises cut off and like turned into fucking tentacles and shit like that, which is around the corner. I, I, they're going to do it. I'm pretty sure someone's already doing it. Um, you, you ever watch those common filths uh, Tumblrista's videos? He had one of them on cottaging, which is the British slang term for uh, public uh, gay sex. And like all these dudes who were like, "Oh, here's a perfect cruising spot at like the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Here's no. one in the here's one in the subway." That's no, I never watched any common filth stuff. Uh, I heard he was good, but uh, I never. Uh, I don't that's think I ever his, talked to him. That's one of either. his better videos. Yeah, he was all, um, oh, I, I don't know. I know he pissed a lot of people off, but all good stuff does. So I don't know if his stuff's still up online. I'd like to watch it, but I, I, I don't know. He's been, he's been banned from, <coughs> he's been banned from YouTube, but like, there's an archive of his, all of his videos on YouTube that you can go check out. Right on. Yeah, I, I, I probably won't do that because, you know, I, I don't want to just become mad. Like, I don't want to just be like, oh, I got you, like, I don't want to just, I, I'm already angry enough at, like, my real life. I don't want to just be like, oh, cool. It's actually worse. It's it's actually worse out there. Oh, it's, it's, it's so much worse. It's, uh, you've got, you've got, you've got gay guys pretending to be dogs, diaper sure. fetishes. I know about uh, those. 
There's the... Bug chasing. Yep, know about that. Have you ever seen The Gift? Yeah, 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 I did. The Gift is a... Is a it's an amazing it's an amazing documentary it's something that you just you know you're told like that doesn't fucking exist that's just an exaggerated stereotype and it's homophobic and all of that and then you're like oh oh no actually that's just a thing it's just fun for them to get aids um my favorite my favorite part of the gift is the guy who's like uh you know running this uh basically this this gay sex orgy club in la and like he gets really sick and like he gets tested and he doesn't have aids and he's all like well i need to get aids because i'm sick of worrying about whether i might get it so i'm just going to contract it so he you know puts out a uh a call for uh positive guys to to dig yeah. uh to pause him up um to pause a, his neck hole in a yeah. birthday party yeah, yeah pause his neck hole yeah 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 Yep. When was when yeah. was that made? When was the fucking when was the gift made? Was it eighties or nineties? Uh, two thousand three, I think. Oh really? Fuck! I thought it was earlier than that. Oh no, no. I mean, like it would take time, you know, for the whole uh, AIDS thing to develop into its own fetish. Yeah, because see, that's what I was thinking about. Was like, you know, when it first came onto the scene in the eighties, right? Like, how long did it yeah. take before it was just, like, a fucking fetish? Yeah, I mean, and then, of course, there's the there's the infamous standard fuck party scene at the end with the, uh, you know, like, the old dude, uh, you know, showing around where they, they have all the group sex. Right. You know, Ken Boy, who's the guy who deliberately tries to get AIDS because he's worried about, you know, having it, you know, Part of the, the the birthday surprise is that they tie him up and like uh, you know change and shit. I I don't you know I just I don't understand it. I mean I, I guess I'm just not meant to, but like I don't know how because like okay I can understand I can fathom things like you know this is risky behavior or whatever versus just like sure let me make my life miserable. Like, I'm sure there's some, like, weird psychological thing you could go into, and these people are just beyond mentally ill and shit, but it's like, I, why, I mean, bro, it's, it's, it's HIV, like, it's, it's not, you don't want it, you know, you don't, you would not like to have HIV, I don't understand, I, it's just death cults, is what it is, I think, it's just straight up death cults. Oh, it's, it... I remember talking to Common Phelps on one of Beckloff's stream, and he basically said that sexual fetishes are just kind of a death wish, you know. Uh, not just this one, but you also got, like, BDSM, where you're just, you know, fantasizing about someone just beating the shit out of you. Uh, I um, would... Or, or, cu or cuckoldry, which is genetic death. Right. See, I could... That aligns more with it. Like, BDSM, uh, I could see is more, like... Because, like, sex is not... It, it, the best way I've ever heard it put is like you remember when you were a kid and you were told that rape isn't about sex it's about power and then later you grew up and you realized that all sex is about power um, so BDSM it, I, I can wrap my head around that you know because it's like an exchange of power right um, that 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 makes sense like that that makes sense um, for like 
you know, even like the whole like peeing on each other and shit. Not a, you know, n- none of these things are my thing, but I I can wrap my head around that because it's like it's just dirty and gross, you know. Uh, and that's what some people are into with the thing. It's just dirty, gross, degrading. So again, it comes back to an exchange of power. Um, I don't know what getting AIDS. I don't know where that falls on shit. I don't think that fetishes are a death wish. I think that fetishes uh, and the rise of fetish culture in you know the world uh, is just because people are getting uglier. You have to have fetishes to excuse both of you being ugly people. Um, you know, eh, that's a that's a good point. I mean, you know, when was the last time you saw like uh, a polyamorous relationship in which anyone in it was even remotely uh, visually tolerable? Um, I don't know. What Will Smith and his wife or whatever is getting a divorce now? They're good looking people. When I, I that's that's not polyamory. <laughs> uh, polyamory specifically refers to like the cases of like one chick who's got like three boyfriends. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they're always not doing and, so. And hot. like she's always, she, yeah, yeah, she's always fat, and like they're always like these really skinny, emaciated soy boys. Yeah, I mean, dude, like I, I know it's like a big thing that I spend a lot of my time doing on the internet, but um, you know, far be it from me to like, you know, I, like I, I'm, I'm no spring chicken, you know, um, so like I, far be it from me to like talk bad about the way people look or whatever uh but it sure makes you think twice about that whole physiognomy thing you know you're like that might be a thing it kind of looks like that's just the type of people that do that and i mean does that mean you make laws around it i probably would be wrong to do that but it's like you can pretty much get what somebody's about by like uh the way they look and and that's well, it's really horrible to say, isn't it? But, you know, just in general, you can usually tell. I think it's a, I think it's a bubble created by technology and uh, obesity. Well, the obesity thing is a big fucking deal. Um, you know, that, that's, that, that, that's a fucking issue there. Like, people should probably go outside, um, you know, to, like, bars and restaurants and to get their hair cut and go to the gym, um... And, uh, you know, maybe go, uh, throw rocks at their, at their capital because their governors won't let them do that. I'm saying, I, I, no, I'm, I, I, you know, you shouldn't go throw rocks at the capital. That's rude. But you should go protest outside of it without a mask. Yeah, you should, you should take all the masks and put them in a pyre. Nope. And pour some gas on it and set it on fire. Nope, nope, nope. Don't like that. You already got a guy on the internet to burn his fucking mask. And I'm telling you right now, if that catches on, you there will be a guy who lights himself on fire by accident. Or burns his mom's house down or some bullshit. You know that it's true. Matt, you know it's true. I started a movement, Ryden. <laughs> you started a fucking fire is I started, what you did. I've started a revolution. No, you're going no, to get a guy's mom's house burnt down in the middle of a fucking recession. That's what you're going to get. Like, don't, don't inspire these people to, to, to have a fire. They're stupid people. Well, yeah, but, well, this guy, this guy did it right. Like, he did it on a grill, you know, and, you know, he had all the fire safety shit. So, like, if you're going to burn shit, like, be very careful. Practice, uh, practice proper fire safety techniques, you know, do it outside, far away from any, clear all the brush. Uh, you know, all that shit. Only you be safe when you burn. Prevent burning your mom's house down. 
<laughs> I mean, no, it's I, I, you know, I've been against that since fucking day one. You're like, oh yeah, burn the mass. I'm like, you can't fucking tell them that they're gonna do it, and they're really dumb. They're gonna light their pants on fire, guaranteed. I... Well, if uh, honestly, if you light yourself on fire while burning a very tiny mask, I think you kind of deserve it. No. Listen, that's why we got warning labels and fire, shit. Fire safety's not... To protect the dumbest of fire our society. Fire not hard. I learned it as a kid. Yeah, and and I guarantee that it, if you ever try to deep fry a turkey, you're going to be one of the guys that burns your fucking house down. Because you've gotten too cocky with fire safety now. You're like, I know fire safety. I can play with fire. You can burn a fucking house down deep frying a turkey on Thanksgiving. Me? Yeah, anybody, yeah, anybody who's too cocky with it. I don't it. deep fry turkeys. Well, you fucking should, because it's really the best way. I don't, deep, I don't like deep fried anything. What but the like, fuck yeah, is I, wrong you with know, you? I, what I, the I, fuck? No! What do you mean, I don't like deep fried anything? <laughs> uh, literally, deep fried everything is the best. I once wrote a country song that I've never recorded. Uh, well, I say wrote, I, I wrote a verse and then the chorus, but... This song is called Deep Fried America, and it's just a patriotic tune, and it's just about shit that you could deep fry and that 9-11 was bad. Deep Fried, deep fried America. America. Yeah, Deep Fried America, now with 200% more cholesterol. Now with 200% more fucking USA, bitch. You can deep fry a Twinkie, you can deep fry an Oreo, you can deep fry, obviously, cheese sticks are delicious. You can actually take a cheese stick, put it between two deep fried Oreos, deep fried ice cream is fucking delicious. Uh, you can deep fry chicken, clearly, deep fried a turkey. You can fucking, uh, deep fried hot dogs are fucking, uh, pretty good. Deep fried hot pockets, amazing. Um, there's, like, everything is just better when you fucking deep fry it. So, like, don't shit talk deep frying shit, you know. Like that's just because we just weren't we just talking about like how people obesity is a problem. Yeah, it is, but you know, I like drugs are a problem too. But I don't blame the drugs. You know, don't deep fry everything every day. Like deep fry, deep frying Oreos. Deep fried Oreos. Why you're fat, Brian? Deep fried Oreos are delicious. I haven't had a deep fried Oreo in fucking years, but they're delicious. Look, it's a sometimes food. It's not an always food. That's the problem. It's it's a sometimes food. But don't shit talk deep frying stuff, Mr. Grilled Chicken and Rice. You know, get the fuck out of here with that shit. What are you, what are you, European or something? Huh? Go, go, you, go run and tell Barack Obama about that, alright? I'm gonna have that in a Diet Coke. Deep fried Oreo yeah, and a Diet Coke. I like Coke. grilling shit. I grill, I grill burgers, I grill hot dogs, I grill, grill chicken, I grill pork. I even grilled lamb once and it was really fucking good. Grill shit. Don't deep fry shit. You should deep fry stuff and you should cover it in fucking... You know, egg white and, and breadcrumbs first. This is disgusting. No, it's not. This, this is, is more America. disgusting than talking about the gift. This is this is why, if you ever come back to America, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Don't come around the hood, homeboy. You're gonna kill me? I'll be at the fucking airport with a fucking rifle. And they're like, people are screaming, TSA's freaking out. They're like, that ain't my job! And like, they're all that. And I'm like, everyone calm down. I'm just here for the fat, ugly, bald guy who hates fried chicken. 
And then, like, the TSA guys are like, what you mean he hate fried chicken? I'm like, I told you. And they're like, all right, all right, Dan, take your shoes off. Go in there and murder that man. I'm like, all right, let me take my shoes off and go in there and I just fucking kill you. <laughs> it's the way it is, man. Don't show up around the hood. Don't show your face around here, bitch. I will fuck your shit up. <laughs> Ain't gonna eat no deep fried Oreo. He ain't gonna eat no deep fried Oreo. I know. It's just me and like the TSA people who are like, you know, 600 pounds and they're waddling over. They're like, where is he? I'm like, he loves Barack Obama. And they're like, oh, I like that about him. I'm like, you shut up. It's about this. It's about his hatred of fried chicken. Then they like, they just become centrist. They're like, he loved Barack Obama, but he hate fried chicken. God damn. Where is where's I be on this? I don't know where they got like really, really, really super racist with that when I said where's I be on this. But you know that's probably not what they would say. But they would tell me to take my shoes off and go and kill you for hating fried chicken. Pretty sure that's the way that would all work out. I think exactly completely. In reality, I'll just be dead in three years because I'm. I, I, this is the only happiness i get is acting out really racist murder scenarios of my friends in my head at airports and then you know that'll go away too and then i'll just be left alone with with my own uh thoughts and inadequacies as i fucking sit there with a shotgun and some deep fried oreos in a hotel after i had thrown my phone in the lake and just run from everyone i know uh and then I call the front desk and say, call the police. I'm going to kill myself. And then uh, I'll blow my brains out. And in my pocket, there'll be a note that says, Matt Forney hates fried chicken and you should investigate him. <laughs> that got really dark all of a sudden, Brian. Yeah, man, just free associating, you know. It's called doing bits, Matt. Back in the day... We used to we used to do bits all the time. We'd go to down to the open mic and you know, sometimes the N-word would come up and it was like, oh, whatever, we're just comedians. Now if you do that, they'll lynch you. They'll just kill you immediately. I hate college kids. I hope college kids die. I told you about my plan to lock them all on an island, right? So we should do that. Uh, you did not. Oh, I think it was a few episodes Tell ago. Tell me about this plan. Yeah, yeah, we should take the hyper left-wing kids and the hyper right-wing kids, you know, like the Antifa and the Groypers, and then we just put them on an island and just... I, just watch them fight. We just watch them fight. You know what we should do? We should drop them on that island that Cuba uses to quarantine all their AIDS victims. They've got that? I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. If you get diagnosed with HIV in Cuba, they put you on an island, and you're not allowed to leave. Ever. Uh, that's uh, that's that wonderful healthcare system in Cuba that Mike Cannon keeps talking about. <laughs> it's like oh they got a whole island for aids people like wow yeah did they get treatment uh they're treated a certain way for sure yeah well, you get my... i mean it does work in a sense they have a very low hiv rate because as soon as you get it uh you're basically put in lifelong quarantine it's like how it's like how one of uh the counties in hawaii is dedicated to just uh quarantining uh, leprosy patients Wait, that's that's still around? I thought that we just already took care of leprosy. Oh, 
no, they they have their own uh, they have their own uh, they have a separate county dedicated to quarantining leprosy patients. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much cured. It's pretty much cured now. But like the people who were living at that colony, like they were grandfathered in, and you know the state is just letting them you know live until they all die. Why don't they just the cure them of leprosy? Like they were doing it's that. Hawaii. Yeah, but they were doing that back in the Bible days. There was this really good doctor. Um, he was a, a he was a black guy, um, and he would cure the lepers. Yeah, I think his name was uh, Jesus. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but he definitely wasn't white. I know that. Um, and yeah, he cured the lepers. It just seems oh, like. Oh, okay. Here's 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 the explanation. Uh, the Kingdom of Hawaii, the Republic of Hawaii, the territory in the state of Hawaii exiled persons suffering from Hansen's disease to the peninsula from 1866 to 1969. The quarantine policy was lifted after effective antibiotic treatments were developed that could be administered on an outpatient basis and patients could be rendered non-contagious. Many of the residents chose to remain on the peninsula as they believed their disfigurements from the illness would make reintegration to society impossible. Okay, so basically they're just there because they don't want people calling them ugly. Aww, dude. That's fucking sad, man. Like, can you imagine that's your life? You're like, yeah, I'm disfigured. I don't want to go back to regular society. I want to live in freak town. That sucks. Like, I, like I stopped making fun of body retards uh, on the channel. You know, I stopped making fun of body retards because it's like, man, they can't help it. You know, if you're an emotional retard or if you're, like, you got Down syndrome, then I'm going to make fun of you a little bit. But, like, you can't make fun of body retards. That's fucking hurtful, dude. Like, yeah, some people are just fucked up it's not their fault man it like it everybody would choose to look like you know everybody would choose to look like you know i, I don't know who's who's an attractive person i can't think of any uh, bryden everybody would choose to look like bryden if they could but you can't always look like that yeah uh the state promised they could live there for the rest of their lives no new patients or all the permanent residents were later admitted so basically it's a bunch of really old people who are disfigured that's sad, bro. That's super sad. <laughs> like I wanna, I, I wanna go tell them like, hey, it's okay, come to the modern world, and then they get over here and they're like, wait, you mean people go out of their way to get AIDS? Uh, like, oh yeah, that's um, that's the thing. By the way, get used to people telling you you're stunning and brave. Uh, they're like, I want to go back. I want to go back, cuz <coughs> can I go back, cuz to the island, the ugly island. Sad stuff, dude. Sad stuff. But I, I mean, I hate that. If they're, they're just like they're, they're too sad because like they, they're fucking ugly. What do lepers look like, by the way? I know it's not great. Like your skin falls off, right? You just kind of you fall apart. Uh, leprosy. It's presumably looks like gangrene. You know, you lose limbs. You know, right? You know, your Ooh. nose and your ears fall off. Oh, they do look fucking rough. I'm looking at them right now. It is. It is. It is. It's rough. It. Yeah. This is. Yeah, it's bad stuff. Yeah, and like they got—they look like they got Whoa, like a worm. Man. Yeah, did you looking at it now? I just—I just did like like one of the top ones is a guy who looks like an alien. Yeah, or a woman. I can't—I can't tell. Yeah, like the whole nose is gone. That's rough, dude. Fuck, man. Count your blessings, dude. Shit. Oh my god, this guy's like fingers are all fucked. Look at that. That's sad, man. Oh, that's a major like bummer. A there's like a there's like a black dude there's like a bad black dude who looks like the elephant man 
Yeah, yeah, it's like a lot. They kind of look like they got like worms and stuff under their skin. Fuck, that sucks, bro. You don't want leprosy. How do you even get leprosy? Is it genetic? Um, I'm guessing <sighs> it's a contagious disease. It's a bacterial infection. Really? Okay, shit. Presumably, so it was uh, a major problem in. Presumably, it was a major problem in Hawaii because uh, you know it's tropical. Right. And like diseases and stuff can just live in the heat. Man, that sucks, dude. You don't want leprosy. Good on Jesus for going around. Um, not the white Jesus, the the black Jesus. For Jesus, you mean Jesus? The black I... Jesus named Jesus. Yeah. Have you ever Googled Asian Jesus? It's pretty funny. <laughs> Google it right now. God damn, leprosy sucks, bro. Fuck, we gotta do something about that. Probably pray about it? I don't know what you do. Oh my okay, god. this is funny. Asian Jesus? Oh yeah, Asian Jesus is hilarious. The top hit looks like uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah. Who kind of is Asian Jesus, if you think about it. Yeah, Asian Jesus. Uh, I like Asian Jesus because like you never hear about Asian Jesus. Uh, it's always like black Jesus or white Jesus or like this, all that. People are like fighting over Jesus and shit. And it's like, I, why would you care what he looked like if he was like this great dude? Um, but yeah, you never hear about Asian Jesus. The Koreans, there's a heavy, heavy, heavy fucking, uh, uh, Korean, uh, Christian population. Like they're, they totally love God and shit. Oh yeah. It's not even like a third of South Korean. Yeah, which is weird, right? It just seems like odd. I mean, to me at least, you know. Eh, I guess, I, mean, I guess it is kind of odd, you know. I mean, I, I remember, I remember going to a to a Ben Carson event like four years ago, <laughs> and uh, like like half the attendees. It was at this evangelical college uh, outside of Des Moines, and like half the attendees were Chinese. Or they were what? They were and Chinese like, what? what? They were Chinese or Korean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, what? Yeah. I... Then, then, a, then a Hawaiian friend of mine explained it to me. It's like, you know, Ben Carson's not really like a, like a fiery type of, you know, he's not a, he's not a pulpit-pounding Steven Anderson type. He's, he's pretty, pretty mellow and chill. So, like, his style would appeal more to, like, you know, Asian Christians because they're pretty mellow and chill. They are, dude, some of the most devout, like, Christian Americans that you find that, like, own small businesses happen to be, you know, like, Koreans. Um, and it's weird. They got their own churches. I used to live, like, half a block down uh, in L.A., uh, like, half a block down from, like, a Korean church. And I don't know. I never talked to those people because, like, they don't fucking speak English. But... You know, I mean, that, nobody ever gave me the finger or stole from me or anything, which is more than I can say from a lot of my neighbors. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, it's always struck me as odd. They're going to, like, come to America, take the, like, white man's religion, still be Korean. Like, just, uh, they, they live in the whole thing. There was oh. this guy on um, uh, another place that I lived. Uh, there was this guy who would go on Hollywood Boulevard and he would just have a megaphone and he would like hand out pamphlets, but like he would just put the megaphone in front of his face, but it was a pre-taped recording. He wasn't actually saying anything. He was just like 
Korean guy, wasn't actually saying anything. It was just playing a tape into the megaphone, and he would put it in front of his face, and he wouldn't move his mouth or anything, and just hand out Jesus stuff. Like, That's actually pretty smart. Pretty good way to save your vocal cords. Well, I'm pretty sure that wasn't him talking. I'm pretty sure <laughs> he didn't know what any of that bullshit was either. It's just, I, I don't know, like, whatever. Like, if you're if you're a Christian, which I know a lot of our listeners probably are, if you're a Christian, be a Christian. I get that. Um, that's fine. It just seems, like, strange. Like, it's, it's like the Chinese becoming Muslim. You know, there's, like, a lot of that going on. And, well, those people get thrown in camps. But it just seems weird. Like, why are the Chinese well, like, becoming Muslims? Like, well, it's like Japanese becoming Christian. You know, like, there's there's not too much. Well, there is some of that. I, I, I found out the other day that... Uh, I, I was watching a video about the uh, the atomic bombings in Japan. Sure. And apparently Hiroshima had, like, a very large ca- Catholic population because it was one of the... I think it was the only city, like, prior to the uh, uh, Meiji Restoration that was open to foreign trade. So, like, uh, Portuguese Catholic missionaries established themselves there centuries ago, and they had a pretty large Catholic population. Are you serious? So, like, when that shit oh. got bombed, it wasn't just Japanese people. It was, like... Catholic missionaries and shit? Uh, not missionaries. Like, you know, by that point, like, you know, they had their own native, you know, priests and all that. Huh. Shit. Well, there you go. The U.S. hates Catholics. I mean, you could probably tie that back to why we bombed Hiroshima to begin with and, like, the whole, what was it, uh, metal shortage that, you know, caused Pearl Harbor and the Rothschilds and all that shit. Um, if you want to dive deep into that. But, uh... You know, I I wouldn't. It's a it's a pain in the butt, and it, you know, who are you gonna tell? Who are you gonna? Who, what are you gonna? Who are you gonna tell? Who cares? But yeah, fuck. I didn't know that. That's fucking crazy town, USA, dude. What the shit? Well, my favorite story is the guy who was uh, in Hiroshima at the bombing. He he survived with severe burns, and then oh. he decided that it would be best for him because the place was just utter utter chaos. He decided that he would go to his hometown, which was Nagasaki. Oh no, dude. Fuck. Really? What a bummer. And then he survived that bombing too. What? What a oh no, dude. I mean, lucky or unlucky depends on how you want to put it. It's like the uh the guy who I think I think it was a guy, maybe it was a woman, I forget. Um, but was at the paddock shooting in Vegas, and then was at the fucking garlic shooting. Yeah, the garlic festival shooting, and it's like, yeah, that sucks. You're either like this story isn't real, and you're a fed, or like you're the least lucky or most lucky person ever. But you're sure as shit not normal. Yeah, yeah. The the guy I'm talking about was uh, Sutsomo Yamaguchi. Uh, Yamaguchi, a resident of Nagasaki, was in Hiroshima on business for his employer Mitsubishi when the city was bombed at 8.15 a.m. on August 6, 1945. He returned to Nagasaki the following day. Despite his wounds, he returned to work on August 9th, the day of the second atomic bomb. That morning, while he was being berated by his supervisor as crazy after describing how one bomb had destroyed the city, the Nagasaki bomb detonated. Wow. Dude, what a... See, that just goes to prove, like, there was no, like, you know, like, things even out in the end, or, like, you know, 
uh, it, it, like everything is fine. Like some people just live fucked up lives and then die. That's can you imagine? You're like, uh, yeah, I just saw something unspeakable. It was absolutely horrible. Hi, look at the burns all over my body. I'm irradiated. Uh, and then your 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 fucking supervisor's like, what? You're a fucking idiot. There's no way that could happen. And then that happens again. Like, how do you not go crazy and kill yourself? What happened to that guy in the end? Um, he lived a pretty long life. He died in 2010 at the age of 93. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, what torture. Like, he just had to well, watch he... two uh, two cities be completely eradicated. And... According 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 to this, uh, it says Yamaguchi lost hearing in his left ear as a result of the Hiroshima explosion. He sure. also went bald temporarily, and his daughter recalls that he was constantly swathed in bandages until she reached the age of 12. Despite this, Yamaguchi went on to lead a healthy life. Later in his life, he began to suffer from radiation-related ailments, including cataracts and acute leukemia. Yeah, well, that'll happen, you know, on account of the, you know, nuclear explosions. Um... His wife also suffered radiation poisoning from black rain after the Nagasaki explosion. Wait, what's twenty ten? What's black rain? Nuclear fallout. Oh, okay. And his wife died in twenty ten as well at the age of ninety three. Wow. Well, I mean, at least he like I get like I don't know. At least he like lived a long life with his wife or whatever. Hopefully, he was happy. I mean, fuck that. Just that sucks. Well, apparently, apparently it's. Apparently, apparently, it wasn't until 2009 that the Japanese government recognized him as a double survivor. Well, what does that do? I recognized him as a double survivor. What did he get for that? A, a, a medal? I'm or? hoping they gave him some money or some shit. Why? I don't think the government has to give him any money. I mean, they didn't do anything. Besides, you know, Pearl Harbor, which yeah i mean ultimately caused his whole thing but that's again you can go back to the rothschilds with that so it's like you know i don't know but um god damn yeah that fucking blows <laughs> holy shit what a fucking bad run of luck man that's a that's a like I, I they were out of uh potatoes at arby's the other day and i was like the government needs to give me money for this, you know. Uh, I can't. I can't imagine that being a thing. We're like, you're getting yelled at by your boss about how you're a fucking liar, uh, and then it happens again. Who does that happen to? Yeah, it's like, it's like vindication in the worst possible way. Isn't that what black pillows are pretty much doing all the time by just shouting the See, sky is falling? And then they're just like, when one bad thing finally happens, and we've been going like, yeah, that's eventually going to happen. They're like, see, therefore, everything I've said is correct. It's like, I don't know if that's true, really. I, what a shitty life. What a fucking shitty life. Hopefully he had a good life after that, you know. But what a, sh what a shitty fucking thing. And fuck Arby's for being out like, of their potato. Because I've yet to have one of them, Matt. I've never had one of their broccoli and cheddar potatoes and every time i go there they're out so i think they're fucking with me oh uh, yeah i miss i miss arby's i miss the roast beef sandwiches <sighs> i just want a potato dude i've never seen an arby's outside of the u.s oh well 
I mean, like, it's kind of a hacky point to say, like, Arby's is the worst fast food restaurant, because they're not. Um, but yeah, I've never had one of their fucking potatoes, because they're always out. I've, I, I feel like it's kind of like the McDonald's shake machine. Like, they're just full of shit, and they just don't want to do it. It's probably a pain in the butt. But I've never had one. I would, I, I'm going to demand one. I'm going to refuse to leave the drive through until they get me a fucking potato. I'm going to bring, I, I, I'm going to bring a potato and be like, look, if this is how it has to be, this is how it's going to be. Here's a fucking potato. Now you fucking make this. And chop it up and put the sauce on it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Like however it's supposed to be done. I don't give a shit. Here's a fucking potato. Don't tell me we're out of potatoes. Here's a fucking potato, bitch. I'm going to sit here and fuck your drive through time. I'm going to fuck your shit. Because that's just... I, I, I've got yeah, time. I got nothing but time now. I got nothing but time now, Matt. I got nothing but fucking time. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're going on a quest. You're going to get that uh, fucking potato. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I mean, honest to God, I really should probably like drive the three and a half hours to a sheet's. I'm gonna call them, make sure they're open. It's my favorite gas station. Uh, they they've got good sandwiches. They don't have any and shit. sheets in. They don't have any sheets in Cincinnati. Nope. We don't have Seven Eleven here either, which is weird. But Seven well, Eleven sucks. But yeah, the but lack it's, of sheets is kind of surprising. Well, Seven Eleven sucks, but it's weird that we don't have one. Um, sheets is just a little bit further east. Um, yeah, we don't have sheets, dude. If we had sheets, I would go and just get a job there. Like, right now. Like, I would just go and get a job. You know, I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's kind of beneath me or whatever, but... One, I have nothing to do. Uh, and two, it's motherfucking Sheets. I believe in Sheets. That's a great re- That's a great gas station. They make awesome food. I mean, it's my favorite thing on the road. If Like, there's a Sheets. I, and I spend too much money there, too. Like, I will spend $25 on just food at a Sheets. Just because they're, they're not around here. Yeah, I... I... I went I went to a Sheets once on the Pennsylvania trip. Like it wasn't bad, dude. I liked I liked how they had already like upgraded to uh, you know, uh, cashierless uh, yeah. you know sandwich selection, so I could just do it all on a fucking computer. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, they got that. They got um, like uh, they got pretzel pretzel rolls for the sandwiches, which are great. You know, it's there, there's a million ways to make a Sheets sandwich, and uh, I, I love them all, dude. I love them all. I'm a I'm a big proponent of uh, sheets. Apparently, uh, Wawa is good too. Apparently, Wawa is is basically just sheets, but I like sheets. Uh oh. Wawa a lot. Wawa is basically just the uh, uh, it, it's like the New Jersey version of of sheets. Right, and sheets is just I don't know Midwestern shit. Like I, it's good. I like it. I mean. I don't know. I get I get excited about really stupid bullshit. You know, I get really excited about stupid bullshit. But like, I, I don't think Sheets is necessarily stupid bullshit. It's a it's an American icon. You know, it's a plus. You know, they since a lot of them are you know basically truck stops. You know, they've got like the you know the, the really nice two for one deals on full throttles. I mean, assuming that you know full throttles are still around. Yeah, yeah, the energy drink. Yeah, the energy drink. I'm pretty sure they're still around. My, fa- my, my favorite energy drink of all time. Well, I like the uh, Sobe No Fear, but nobody makes that. Any- that That's not made anymore. Oh, I've never had that. See, I'm a Red Bull guy, dude. I'm a traditionalist with my energy drinks. I'm a Red Bull guy. 
Red Bull, Red Bull's not bad, but it's like every, every, the taste is too generic. Like pretty much every energy drink tastes like Red Bull, except for Full Throttle and Sobe. Like, you know, yeah, Red Bull's all right, but like you can, like Monster tastes like uh, Red Bull, Rockstar tastes like Red Bull. No. All these shitty Eastern European energy drinks taste like Red Bull. No, they don't. They they don't. That's why I drink Red Bull. Cause like there's always just something a little off about them. I'm a Red Bull purist, man. Well, the, t- the 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 taste is very similar. Sure. Like it's it's yeah. Whereas like so, full full throttle is like totally different. Ooh, hey, did you ever have? The, I don't know if they make them anymore, but the Mountain Dew Amp. Oh no, I haven't. I I don't know if they make them anymore. Uh, but yeah, they had like uh, it was basically like, hey, would you like an energy drink that tastes like Code Red Mountain Dew? And the world said yes, and uh, we drank that. And I haven't seen one for a while. I gotta go look for them. But yeah, it was great. And then they had a green one as well, and a blue one. Um, it was, they were all pretty good. Coca Cola has an energy drink now. I have yet to try. Um, I, I wonder how that tastes. Probably like Coca Cola. Yeah, they've got they've got their own brand in Europe called Burn, which is pretty good. Uh, they've got like a passion punch flavor and shit. You know, I haven't had one of those in a while. Well, no, sell them here. Like Coca-Cola brand owns a lot of energy drinks for sure, but like this is like it has the Coke label on it, uh, and it's a new thing. Ah. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got the that regular. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they got the regular, <clears throat> and I think the cherry, and then like a diet or some bullshit. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I could be talking out of my ass, but uh, I know there's a couple different varieties of it. Um, I, I need to try it. I probably just taste like coca-cola except it's also an energy drink so um i don't know you gotta you gotta knock it off the bucket list yeah i mean it's just something i mean like you have to try it just once just to see what it's like yeah it's like i like i just had kfc's new uh secret recipe fries recently and um well they just taste like fried chicken you know but i had to i had to try them that actually sounds pretty good They're, (coughs) they're definitely interesting they're definitely interesting if you've got them over if you've got them over there i would say give them a try but like it's it's definitely it's just the 11 herbs and spices battered fries um so I'm, just I'm sure they i'm sure they don't have it there's exactly one kfc in this entire country oh uh, well yeah because they replaced the potato wedges here uh with that like they just did a nationwide launch pretty recently um i i know that because one i love fast food and two I carefully watch uh, the Yum stock ticker uh, for a good time to get in. I'm straight up all in on restaurants and hotels. Like, these are businesses I can believe in that I are going to come the fuck back. Um, I'm not looking forward to... We had a great day the other day. Uh, I didn't get out of any of my positions. I probably should have and gotten back in at a lower position on MGM because that was profitable for $2 for about three minutes. Um but we've got earnings coming out on uh, Dine Brands, Denny's, and MGM uh, on like the 27th, 28th, and 29th. I'm not going to look at the markets at all that day. Um, I don't care what's going on. The MGM earnings come out the same day that Amazon does, so it should be a pretty big day. So I might get out of my MGM uh, that day because that might just really propel everything up. But... Um, I, I really don't want to look at what's going to happen because people sell before earnings anyway, and then 
earnings aren't going to be great for a place like Denny's. Denny's may legitimately go out of business. Uh, luckily, I'm not in. Oh, that's depressing. It is, wouldn't it be? You know, it, I don't even. I don't like. I don't like Denny's that much, but it's like an icon of like yeah. you know late night driving food. Right. Well, that was my logic getting into things like Denny's and IHOP and, you know, was like, okay, people are not going to be flying as much. They're going to be driving more. They're going to go to places like Denny's and Applebee's and IHOP. And then what happened? Nobody nobody goes anywhere. Um, so, it's I mean, it's a nightmare. I'm going to look like a genius in a year, you know, if all of this shit fucking blows over, if it ever does. Otherwise, But, like, I mean, all they have to do... You know, it, this trend of Chapter 11 restructuring, that wipes out shareholders, you know. So it's like, if if they start doing that, MGM will never do that. Uh, they're too large and too solid of a company. Dine is really solid as well, but give it time. They're looking for a new CEO right now. A lot of stuff. Then he's straight up might go out of business. Uh, and that's a shitty prospect. Also, by the way, this is not financial advice, and don't listen to me anyway, because all I've done is lose money. I wiped out all of my gains um, on stupid, well, you stupid made money on. Well, you made money on Chainlink, so that's something. Yeah, but not as much as I could have. I got it out of $5.15, and now it's just riding heavy at least at 8 bucks all the time. So, And it did it. Well, it was, it was because I sold. If I hadn't sold, it'd be $3. You know, I alone moved the markets, all right? So, you know, if I say something looks like yes, a good Bryden, buy, Bryden is the locus of Wall Street. <laughs> I it's hard to believe that I alone don't move the fucking markets, dude. Every time I do something, it's like, oh, he sold. Fucking, let's go up a bunch. Oh, he bought something. Fuck this. Like, I don't know. I, whoever the god of Wall Street is, Moloch or something, fucking hates me. Probably because I'm too pure of a, a good Christian boy. You haven't you haven't sacrificed enough children. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, fuck, I'm willing to for some gains at this point. Like, listen, little Timmy, I'm sorry, but your boy can't keep losing this hard. <laughs> I, I, I started out great. Email... Email Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She can probably give you some tips on sacrificing kids. Oh, dude, she's got the liver cancer. Um, she, uh, yeah, she, her cancer's back. Did you know that? I think this is crazy. I didn't know this until the other day. You know, she's had cancer on and off for 20 years. And she's still alive. Yeah. She had uh, some cancer. Then she got, like, pancreatic cancer. And, like, the, you know, all, like, she's a... Say what you want. I, I ideologically I disagree with her. I think that she is uh, wrong on ninety nine percent of her of her takes. Right uh, from what I've seen of it, like her first big one was one about like uh, private boys schools being wrong or whatever. You know that was her first big uh, you know ruling. Uh, but. I admire the hustle to become a Supreme Court justice because I don't care what your views are or whatever. The fact that you become a Supreme Court justice is fucking huge because um, there's really not that been that many of them. Um, and God damn, she's a fucking fighter. Like she's straight up just has had cancer for 20 years and keeps fucking beating it. You know, so like hats off to fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg. 
you know, I hate that she's like this dumb lefty, like normal lefty, like cultural icon and stuff. That's gay. Um, you shouldn't look up to Supreme Court justices outside of admiring the hustle, right? Like that would be if we were just like, oh yeah, yo dog Clarence Thomas, he my N word. Like that's stupid and no one does that. Um, but she's a strong fucking well, we gotta, woman. Well, we gotta, we gotta stand, uh, uh, Clarence Thomas for the whole you know, Coke can thing. Yeah, but that was they were trying to set him up. Uh, what did he? What did he say? It was like it was a modern lynching. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and Brett Kavanaugh, what they just tried don't, to don't put uh, don't put pubes on a Coke can. Well, I he didn't put pubes on anybody's Coke cans. That was just made up bullshit, like they tried to do to Kavanaugh with like I, I that'll uh, the Brett Kavanaugh hearing is going to go down as like an iconic fucking moment where the guy's like tearing the fuck up. And he, cause it's like that hadn't really, they had tried to go after Clarence Thomas doing that bullshit. Like they straight up said that Brett Kavanaugh engaged in gang rapes, you know, just the most ridiculous bullshit. And then you have that, um, uh, what was your stupid name? Uh, Blasey Ford. Blasey Ford. Yeah. Blasey Ford. Uh, Oh, well, <clears throat> oh, geez. And then, how blah, blah, blah. Wearing the big-ass glasses, all of that. <clears throat> just total fucking made-up shit. You know, just using that mousy voice bullshit. Like, can you imagine what the guy's fucking family went through? You know, how do you look your kid in the face and be like, yeah, I know what everybody's saying right now, but no, I didn't gang rape anyone. <laughs> like you know what they did to him was fucking horrible dude i mean it just it makes it it makes it hard to be a principled good person when you see what i guess the other side uh and and you shouldn't really look at them like that too hard but like what they're what they do and what they're capable of and what they what they do it's like like the nick cannon thing you know, I know a lot of people were mad about that. Nick Cannon and I, I imagine, don't agree at all on pretty much anything besides Wild and Out was a good show. It's probably the only thing we agree on. Um, I, I, what he said about white people was not only incorrect and stupid, but totally racist. And then he only gets fired for the Jewish thing. Um I don't think he should have been... And then he does an apology for that. Right. He only apologized for the Jewish thing. I don't think he should have been fired. I I don't. I think he should be able to say those things. But in return, I should be able to say those things about black people. We should both be able to say those things about Jews because it's fucking true. But, uh, you know, I should be able to say those things about black people. You know, about, like, closer to animals and the real savages, all that... I should be able to say that about black people, and I'm not allowed to, and that's what makes it wrong and shitty. Stop stop being so elaborate about it, Brian. You just want to say the N-word. Oh, I just want to say the N-word. That's literally my whole not ideology. Any, not, any, not that there's anything wrong with that. I just want to be able to say the N-word. It's literally my entire ideology. I don't care what the healthcare system is. I just want to be able to drop N-bombs. That's it. That's all I've ever been. That's all I've ever done is try to be offensive, and I need to be able to say the N-word. Um, but no, I mean, I don't care what some dumbass says about white people. Like, he's wrong. But I should be able to say that about black people, too. It's still not polite, you know. 
But, like, that's why I don't care that he's fired. I think it's wrong on principle, but I'm not shedding a tear over it. It's, you know, let me say the fucking N-word. You would take the mystique away if you let me say it. I'd probably stop. I'd probably say it a lot less. Unless I was driving. Because, like, you guys can't drive. I swear to God. I don't know if, like, the Black Lives Matter movement really empowered people to drive shitty. But it sure fucking seems like it. I mean, did you see that shit that the uh, African American Museum, the Smithsonian, put up on on white culture? And white culture is such things as punctuality and uh, delayed gratification and all this yeah. shit. Like they're, like they're literally. I feel when you become so woke that you actually regress back to really, really old stereotypes about black people. Well, and who's I like the the best way I saw it put was Erica put. When did uh, when did the National African American whatever uh, hire Jared Taylor? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I that's all it was. It was just like you know, and uh, whiteness is uh, rugged individualism. You know, uh, they they listed all a bunch of stuff. They were like, "Hey, whiteness is bad," and here's the reasons why. And all they listed was like being a good fucking person. Like, just being Ra- mindful of your racist. community. Racists say black people don't respect hard work of the nuclear family, and that's bad. Uh, wokists say black people don't respect uh, hard work in the nuclear family, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? Like, it was, it was just bizarre that, like, because I thought it was fake. I was like, there's no way this has got to be some right-wing propaganda. And no, it was just completely real. It was just straight up. I think, like, I don't know how they list that, and they still put in that thing about the food. They were like, bland is good, and or whatever. It's like, all right, so, I'm Who sorry. Who the fuck says that? I don't, I, where the fuck did that come from? This claim that white people only use salt, sugar, and mayo. Like, what? It's, I, it's, it's on par with, like, uh, you know, we was kings. Yeah, well, I think it's because I don't want my food to taste like a fucking volcano. You know, like, uh, like. You know, Hispanics really like spicy ass food. Uh, black people like spicy ass food. Asians like spicy ass food. You know, maybe maybe that's it. But it's like, um, didn't that's white people? Really, that's not even. That's, well, didn't white people really true, colonize but, the sorry. fucking world in the name of spices? Well, spices used to be a big, uh, big trade thing. But here's the thing. The, Historically, spices were used to cover up the fact that food was rotting or, you know, past its expiration date. Uh, like, if you had, like, meat that was, you know, going bad, you threw spices on it, and then people wouldn't notice that it was, you know, rotten. Oh, man. I got a, I got a Yeah, the thing with the Hispanics and, like, uh, the, the, the thing with Hispanics, like, even they don't like universally spicy food. Like, you ever had Cuban cuisine? Like, uh, there's not a lot of spice in it. It's more, it's more sugary. Well, Cubans are white. I mean, straight up, Cubans are white people. They're well, Spaniards. Puerto Ricans also have the same. Yeah, Puerto Ricans also have the same kind of cuisine. You know, because you know, islands. You know, so sugar, maybe there sugar plantation. Types. So maybe there is something to the whole fucking white people. White people don't don't spice their food or whatever. I mean, granted, I've also seen like I, this myth that, <clears throat> goddamn, this myth that like 
uh, every black person can cook, I think it's also racist. Uh, because I've straight up watched uh, videos of just black women using dish soap to wash chicken in their sink. I don't know why black people use their sink to clean chicken, but they do. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, dude. It's great. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, well, it is, but it's it's a great... It's, it's, it's fun. Like... I don't know, this, this stereotype that just, like, black people are great at cooking, I think is, is racist. Um, why would you just assume that they're great at cooking? Like most men, um, they're probably not that good at cooking. You know, we just, uh, unless we, that's the field we go into, we're probably not that great at cooking. You know, uh, I, I, I hate to go all Democrats are the real racist, but, like, God damn it, I swear to God they are. Like, it's the most... It seems to me like it's the most demeaning fucking thing to be like, oh, you're exactly like this, and this is why we must protect you. White man's burden. And it's like, wait, are you... Not to go all Dinesh D'Souza on you, but, like, telling black people that, like, hard work is, like, a product of white colonialism seems like a great way to, you know, just kind of retard their, their progress. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. The worst thing that you can ever do to somebody is tell them that they are a victim of a society that they can never overcome, especially without the help of white allies, you know, or the government or something. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. Like, uh, I don't have that many friends that I talk to about this type of thing, like in real life. One of them is a black fellow I used to work with, and he cannot stand the bullshit. He's a Rush Limbaugh listening fucking dude. Uh, great guy, uh, knows about my, uh, tendencies, uh, to, you know, um, like, straight up, he came over, uh, we were just drinking scotch, uh, like, straight up told him, like, this fucking race-mixing propaganda is bullshit, <laughs> he's like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, he gets it's it, like the, it's like, the, it's like, it's like the modern version of how George Lincoln Rockwell was friends with Malcolm X. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, that's the thing, too. Is like, we've got Malcolm X Boulevard, like, in tons of cities. Well, one in fucking D.C. Why the fuck would only have George Lincoln Rockwell Avenue or whatever? And I'm sure the street would suck just as much. There should actually be a George Lincoln Rockwell Avenue. It's just a trailer park. That would be fucking... Because, you know, Malcolm X. Uh, uh, no, Martin Luther King... <laughs> Boulevard's always bad. Malcolm X Boulevard's, you know, whatever. We should totally do George Lincoln Rockwell Avenue, and it'll just be a fucking trailer park. TWP can go live there or whatever. The George Lincoln Rockwell Meth Lab. Oh, my God. Dude. Yes. I'm on board with this. Such a good idea. We uh, Whose mayor do we have to write? Probably somewhere in Alabama. Probably somewhere in... Uh, or Alabama or West Virginia. West Virginia might straight up do it. I've often considered I should just move to West Virginia and try to run for office because they wouldn't care. Uh, well, West like, Virgin- well, West Vir- West Virginia had a former Klan member as their senator for oh, yeah. decades. What was the name? Uh, Bird. Yeah. No, yeah, he Bird. was. And everything in the state, everything in the state, is still named after him. Well, you know, say what you want, but uh, I, you know, he he served his his whole thing. I, I I should move to West Virginia and like just run for Congress, you know, uh, 
I I don't know what my slogan I, my slogan would be like the other guy's black. <laughs> uh, I mean I fucking I do think that I could fucking get those yokels to to vote for me. And see now I couldn't because somebody would dig up this podcast uh and be like he said that you're yokels. Well the thing is you fucking yokels I I I would be what's good for you. Well, I think, you know, you are from West Virginia. So I am from West Virginia. That. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's my people. You know, I, I was fucking uh, born in Mississippi, raised in West Virginia. And, like, I, I've thought about this, too, because, like, I do ultimately, if I'm ever successful, which I never will be, try to help West Virginia just because it's the saddest place I've ever lived. Like, if you could bring, you know, a company to West Virginia, something, you know, that people could do, uh, like, you know, media farming, something like that, you you could do it. I mean, real estate's cheap there. You know, there's there's a lot. Like, people need jobs in West Virginia, and they thought Donald Trump was going to help them, and he did kind of, but, you know, it looks like that's kind of going enough. out the window. Yeah, not enough. Well, the thing is, is, like, we ignore places like West Virginia because people do legitimately look at them as less than and inbred and, like, all this shit, which is totally untrue there's there's great people there it's just it it's a whole fuck i mean appalachia as a whole is well uh, well what did they say um uh, the old meme was white iraq you know um it's fucking true dirt floors are a thing in west virginia not everywhere in west virginia but in some places of west virginia and that's absolutely terrible you know yokels are a thing you know uh that's horrible so this is why i am announcing my campaign for 2022 for whatever the poorest district is in west virginia and i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna say the n-word and i'm gonna get elected how funny would that be i could hang out with laura loomer in congress she'd be like whoa you're here i'm like yeah i don't don't know how it happened what's up you might want to you might want to you might want to start out with like you know state assembly or before you move on to Congress. No, no I'm not yeah, doing that. that I'm, I, I'm, I'm just going to skip to the end. I don't have that long to live, Matt. I'm just going to skip to Congress. Just hit fast forward on that bitch. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, state assembly. Listen, what's your state assembly been doing for you? Nothing, all right? I'm not going to do that shit. I'm going straight to Washington, and you're going to put me there. Um, I think I, I think being the, the realest N-word alive, uh, that'll be my slogan. Bryden Proctor, 2022, the realist. I'm be like, let's get real. That'll be my thing. Like, I'll start every speech. I'll be like, let's get real, folks. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, let's get real. Me, if you if you elect me, I will say the N-word on the floor of Congress. So. Oh, I straight up would. I would get C-SPAN an FCC violation. I, I would. That would be the only thing. I'd call Mitch McConnell a faggot. You know? Like, I would go to the Senate. Just like bust in, I would be terrible in Washington. I'd be absolutely terrible. Like Ilhan Omar, or nothing, dude. I'd just show up places I'm not supposed to be, and I'd be like, "What are you gonna do? Fire me from this job that I got as a bit?" By the way, listen to Terror House. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm slinging Benjamin Welton books. <laughs> like you can, you can be, you can be the American McDonald or whatever that guy was, uh, the first prime minister of Canada who was known for throwing up from being drunk all the time. I didn't know about that guy, but he sounds fucking awesome. 
Oh yeah, he once uh, he once was at like a debate with like his constituency opponent, and he was so drunk he threw up on the stage. And his opponent was like, "Look at how drunk this guy is!" And it was like, and and McDonald just replied, uh, "Yeah, but it was less painful than listening to your speech." Dude, killer. See, no, I, I like I I think my next move in life is I should just be some sort of politician. Like it, it, it makes as much sense as these woke motherfuckers on city councils all across the, the, you know, the country. Fuck it, you know. Why not just elect, like, just a drunken, racist, complete shitbag motherfucker. Like I, I will just walk around with a flask, you know, and uh, just, just <laughs> quote James Mason. <laughs> <laughs> somebody there is some place in this country dumb enough to elect me i guarantee it and you know what they can use my opponent can use this podcast as an ad against me and you know what i'll do i'll call him gay and i'll fucking win <laughs> you're like oh yeah so uh oh look at this look at this guy coming over here with his fucking research opposition research media bullshit what a fucking loser that guy is actually did you know my opponent is the big gay there you go and just fucking do shots and i'll just like hand out bottles of fucking whiskey to people uh it'll be great i will i will be the mayor of some town eventually why not there's no reason why i should it'll be a return to tradition like in like you'll basically be doing cooping What's that? Uh, cooping was a practice in uh, you know the mid eighteen hundreds where like uh, dudes would uh, you know kidnap people and you know get them drunk and dress them up in different outfits so they could go around to all these polling stations and vote. Uh, that's that's apparently how Edgar Allan Poe died. Really? I didn't know that. I thought he died from having a giant fucking yeah, head. Yeah, they you know they yeah. Huh. Nah, he. he well, that's that's the theory. Like he was just found like on the streets of Baltimore, like uh, drunk out of his mind and like close to death, and wearing clothes that were not his. And then he just died in the hospital. Um, the theory was that like some some gang had you know grabbed him off the street and gotten him drunk and was you know having him going around to the polling stations. Yeah, you know I often shit talk authors, uh, but I like Poe. I don't care if it's, like, a hacky, dumb response uh, to, you know, like, shit. But, like, uh, I like Poe. Poe po was good. He's an, he, like, oh. if, he oh. had flowery language, but, like, that was just the language of the time. You know, like, that's just how people talked back then. Like, faggots, you know? Well, you know, he's the first great American writer. Was he? Oh, was he really? I mean, I don't know. What? I just, well, I mean, there was, like, well, well, that's my opinion. Like, I mean, you could say, like, Washington Irving was, like, the first really, like, known American writer, but he sucks. Um, he sucks so much. What did he write? Anything I might have read? I say as I sit on the editorial board of Terror House. He wrote uh, Sleep, 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 Sleepy Hollow, uh, Ichabod Crane. Oh, yeah, yeah, better movie. You know. I mean, yeah, the movie, the move, the, the the Tim Burton movie's pretty good. Yeah, hell yeah, Sleepy Hollow is pretty good. But the book sucks. Yeah, I mean, well, I like the idea. That's pretty spooky stuff. You know, he's like, ooh, got a fucking no head. That's pretty good. But like, nothing beats the fucking, you know, 
the Telltale Heart. Like that shit is fucking great, and it's just like, and it's a, it's I don't know if it's an allegory. I don't know what the fuck it is, but like it's a, it's a story about how guilt will get to your ass, um, so, you know, and. Uh, like you know we get the fucking raven going on and shit and that's just about fucking being sad uh yeah dude poe was great he was super good that sucks that some gang kidnapped him and drank him to death but sounds like kind of a little bit his own fault it's a yeah it's a kind of kind of in keeping of his lifestyle yeah dude he kicks ass i mean he was an ugly motherfucker too like i what a weird head he, he has this weird head. Ichabod Crane could have used his head. <laughs> I mean, dude, he had a, he had head enough for two people for sure. Like he was an ugly guy. But, you know, that's probably where he kept all his his talent. See, I'm a firm believer, Matt, that uh, you keep your talent somewhere. You keep your you know, like me. Uh, I got I got a really round head, right? Not a lot going on up here because I'm not a smart guy. I'm all instinct, dude. I'm fucking, I'm instinct, right? And that's why I got a big fat gut. Because that's where all my, my thoughts are. That's, I, I, yeah. I, I was actually, I was going to say, you know, you keep it all in your gut and your ass. Yeah. Well, no, I got, I, I got, I have no ass. I got Hank Hill ass. But like, it's all just in my gut. It's in my fat fucking gut. And you know, you can make fun of that. Yes. I look like somebody put a pillow in their shirt to pretend to be a fat guy like we all did as a kid. Okay. Yes. I look like a scarecrow pretending to be fat yes i look like a, 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 a an emaciated african child okay but that's just there's so many thoughts in there man there's so many opinions roaming around in my gut and you got to trust your gut i've got a big gut you got a tiny gut like guys who are meatheads you know like guys with like six packs that go to the gym every day all that shit Pfft, not anything going on they couldn't get if they couldn't get themselves out of a jam not like me me, with my big fat gut, I got nothing but instinct in there, dude. I got a lot of instincts in there, man. That's <laughs> the way it is. Which means, which means as you get fatter, your, 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 your talent will only increase. That's what I think. That's the theory. We'll see what happens. You know. Like, think about this. Jim Morrison. Thin guy. Made pretty good music. The fatter he got... Dude, he made more abstract things that we could only appreciate later. Less successful for the time, but more abstract things. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. I've got a lot of instincts going on. And, you know, love handles, that just means I have more love. All right? I have more love for the world because I have, I'm bursting at the seams with instinct and love. Every fart that I make is a work of art, not... Lactose intolerance. <laughs> it's just the truth, dude. I'm actually a genius. And I've, I think in America, if you just repeatedly tell people that you're a genius, eventually they'll believe it. Look at Stefan Molyneux. You know, I, I, the guy's never said anything. <laughs> he's never said anything that I've thought was, like, really groundbreaking. But people love him because he's just told you that he's smart for, like, 20 years. It's, you know, well, he's he's also he's also got that buttery smooth British accent that helps too. Is he British? I thought he was Canadian. I don't know. He's like he was like born in Ireland, uh, grew up in Canada, and somehow has a British accent. What's a shame about his YouTube channel? They fucking banned him. Like he's one of the least offensive guys. Like they got they got his YouTube. They got his Twitter too. Really, dude? So like they killed his career. They they Alex Jones them. 
that's fucking dumb. Like, it, that, that's stupid. You know, I, I just, like, I don't get the idea of, like, censoring people. Even, even like, super shitty people. You know, but, like, it does seem that they, they go after really effective people. You know, uh, Molyneux had a whole cult of personality and all that. And he'd been doing this shit for, like, well, I mean, seriously, he'd been doing this shit for, like, what? Like, fucking 12 years or some bullshit, right? Yeah. I, I, what's the point of going after fucking Molyneux? Well, he did question the Jews is what happened. But, uh, uh, which I want to give a shout out to this guy um, that, that I found. Who was the guy I sent it to you? Uh, black fellow on YouTube uh, who makes comedy skits. Uh, Barricade Garage. Go watch Barricade Garage. He's got this uh, video called like, and of course he's black, so like all of his videos are in all caps and like they've got sounds in them and they're all fucking stupid and shit. But uh, what happens when you criticize that group of people is hilarious. Um, he's a funny guy, but like, I why Molyneux? Like why Molyneux? Why? Like I, I didn't even know people were really like into him. But I mean, well, I knew people were into him, but like, he's the least abrasive guy ever. You know, I think that like if you're on YouTube calling for violence or, you know, like, uh, you know, saying you should throw rocks at the Capitol. Again, that was a joke, but see, that's what we call a callback in the business. We call that a callback. Uh, you know, you you should not, you know, you should not be able to do that, right? I don't think that guy ever did that. Hell, half of his shit yeah. these days was all, like, relationship advice and shit, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he's all about that whole peaceful parenting, you know, don't hit your kids type stuff. Yeah, and you shouldn't hit your kids. I mean, well, that's not true. I think you should, to a certain degree, you know, I shouldn't grab them by the throat, but if your kid's fucking up, you ought to slap them upside the head. I mean, that's just the only thing that the, the kids know. Um you know, is, is, uh, you know, don't do that, but I'm not a parent, so I don't know. You, you don't worry about me. Raise your own fucking dumbass kids, uh, any way you want. Just don't talk to me about them. But like, I, why, why fucking Molyneux did like, that's weird. Like Spencer, I don't think it's good that he got banned. Um, but like, it makes sense just because, you know, he's his, of his elevated persona and involvement with things that could be perceived as violent. I, I don't think Molyneux had anything and to do with and it. And it's just fun. And it's just and it's just funny because like he's basically admitted that he's broke now. Like he was like you know, the, the Twitter hack earlier, you know, this week. Uh, Wait, Molyneux posted Spencer. a tweet like asking for Bitcoin that he was updating. Oh. Like this wasn't a joke. Give me money. Yeah, yeah, Spencer. Well, I don't hate the guy for asking for money. I mean, that's, that's his bread and butter. That's his fucking. That's his business. You know. Uh, of course, of course, Spencer's broke. Uh, you know, I he he he. he Flew too close to the sun and well, he I'm got I'm just wondering fucked. what happened to the trust fund. Well, I don't think his family's as rich as everybody thinks. Like, I, I, I don't think his family's as rich as everybody thinks. You know. But I'm not hating on the guy for, you know, uh, trying to make his business. Like, I, you know, I'm a capitalist at heart, man. So, you know. I mean, I don't like the guy. I don't like his message or anything like that. I, in general, think he's a from what I've seen, like not a great dude. Um, but he should still be able to go around and say all kinds of gay shit. It's wrong. 
It's yeah, wrong. plus, you know, banning it. Plus, you know, ba banning it from these platforms makes it more difficult for me to, you know, harvest some cringe to laugh at. See, I don't even know why you do that. Uh, I Like, I just, I ignore all of it, you know. I ignore all of it more than I ignore CNN. <laughs> like, uh... Well, I, I I ignore it like ninety percent of the time, but you know sometimes sometimes people are gonna pay you to laugh at cringe, you know. It makes my job easier if he's not if on, if on YouTube. That's another thing. You gotta go get a hey, listen. Until Terror House is being taken over by Simon and Schuster, I'm gonna need you to go and work at Taco Bell. And give me the discount code that I can get. Because there's a secret code, I think. If I go to the register, I'm like, Matt sent me. I'm pretty sure I can get free chalupas. Because that's how I think business works. There are no Taco Bells here, so you're out of luck. I'm going to need you to move to another country. <laughs> okay? Just, if you're really my buddy, you're going to move to another country with Taco Bells. Get a job there. Get me in on the inside and give me the secret chulupa code because otherwise we're not friends like i'd do it for you i i would not do that for you well i'm 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 looking at it. the closest taco bells in romania so well go to you know go to go to uh roman mania you know well they got like what they got it's like a, a big event or whatever right they're just like for rome uh no they they're closed to Americans right now. Oh yeah, what's that whole fucking deal going on with with uh, house house travel over there in uh, Eastern Europe? Uh, I can go to countries I can go right to right now. I can go to North Macedonia. I can go to Kosovo. I can go to Serbia. I can go to Belarus. Uh, I can go to Ukraine, UK, Ireland, and that's pretty much. Uh, you should go to fucking Ireland, dude. Go to Ireland. No. Why? No. Two-week quarantine. Okay, but, like, you act like you leave a lot. You go to restaurants. I do, in fact. I do, in fact, leave a lot. I go to restaurants. I was out all day today buying fake juice and trying to go to the bus station. Oh, oh, oh man about town, Matt Forney. Running errands. What what a world traveler over here. This guy, he went and saw the sights of the vape store. You should, hey, Matt, you should you should write a novel about your time going to the vape store. Like living abroad, people. Actually... No, you. I know you might actually do that. You wordy bitch. Like people like. They look at living abroad like it's like some great thing, and it's like, nope, nope. He just runs errands, and then buys vodka in a plastic bottle and vape juice, and then comes back and then does a podcast with me. It's not, an, it's not any. It's like America, but everything's cheaper, you know, and dirty, because Albania's and he's got to fight vampires. Oh, I just found out something incredible. Did you know that Belarus has Carl's Jr. No. <laughs> Good for them. Neither did I. I just found out. Good for them, dude. See, that that's why I, I think could... I know where I'm going because I, I want some Carl Jr. <laughs> you're going to a country for a fast food restaurant? Dude, you're the best guy. This is why we're friends. <laughs> that's, that's awesome.
You're like, where am I going to live for the <laughs> next six months? <laughs> they have a college junior over in this country, so I guess there. <laughs> oh, God. That shit I had a ass. conversation with this like like a couple, a couple of years ago. Uh, I was getting back home to Budapest, and I was me- messaging my friend complaining they'd gotten rid of like the buttermilk tendies, and we were like, oh, you went to Budapest just to get to, and you're pissed off McDonald's doesn't have the right <laughs> items. I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, I would be too. You, you, you know, you, you fucking go all the way to another country and they don't have what you want? Yeah, I'd be mad. You know, I mean, like a man. They didn't have the. Com- they didn't even have the commemorate nuggets anymore, which were awesome. What are those commemorate nuggets? What are they commemorating? Commemorate the commemorate the commemorate. What I don't know how to pronounce it. The the French cheese. I don't think that made it over here, dude. Oh, it's it's everywhere here. It's incredible. Yeah, I don't that that no. I I don't think we ever had any commemorative nuggets. Um. You know, that must have been, they could have been commemorating the fall of the Soviet Union or something. I, I really have no idea. I don't think those made it over here. <laughs> Commemorate cheese is, is fucking incredible. Like, it's it, it's it's all gooey on the inside. What? I, now nice, I have to uh, look this. Nice mild taste. No, now I have to look this up. But what is this cheese? Commemorate. C-A-M. Yeah. No, 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 I got it. I got it. Commemorate cheese. Oh, the, like the, the little wheel cheese. Yeah, that that the uh, yeah that yeah yeah like the little guys. Yeah, the McDonald's in Hungary had like uh, you know commemorate nuggets at one point. Oh, so they were just like cheesy nugs? Fuck, that does sound good. Yeah. Now, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know this little guy, because uh, that's what the, uh, the 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 baby bell, baby bell cheese is apparently commemorate. Baby bell cheese is good as fuck. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's great stuff. Yeah, man. You put that. You got a little wheel. You put that on a cracker. But shit, you put that on a nugget. Ah, oh, yeah. That sounds like it'd be good to sell. All right. Fuck fair yeah. enough. Fair enough, dude. All right. I I was like all revved up and ready to call you a fucking retard. Um, as as is my default position. Every time you start saying something, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to fucking call him an asshole. And uh, no, you came through with this one. That's a solid fucking point. Yeah, I don't think those ever came over here. So. Yeah, McDonald's in, in Europe has got, like, some weird items. Like, uh, the one in Hungary was at one point selling, like, blue cheeseburgers. They might still be doing that. I haven't been been back there in years. Dude, you know what's crazy about McDonald's? Um, I, I watched this cool video. I should probably stream it. Um, I watched this cool video on this, uh, uh, like, the head McDonald's chef. And he was like, yeah, we've got to be mindful of the recipes that we come up with for new items because uh, he had this idea for something, but it was like there's actually not enough cumin or whatever it was in the world for us to do that. <laughs> it's like insane, you know, like you'd be like, oh, look at this cool thing I made. Oh, shit. Supply line says there's not enough in the fucking world because we're McDonald's. Nutty. Dude, just crazy town USA, man. I love that. I love that so much. Because, like, dude, like, there's a head chef of Taco Bell who's just dealing with the same eight ingredients. And that's just his life. And he's paid $600,000 a year or whatever. It's just awesome. And then To rearrange the the Chalupa recipes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a job, though. 
That's, that's a fucking job, dude. Like, how's that not a job? It's a great fucking job. And, and like, because, like, the supply line of ingredients and stuff, you gotta, you gotta be mindful of that. Like, that's what I think it makes it, like, completely different and just as admirable uh, to, to be that type of chef, you know? And, like, how'd you like to be the head chef of McDonald's? That's fucking crazy. How do you even get that job? That that's, a, it's nuts. That'd be amazing, you know, coming up with all the, the, the new, the new, you know, recipes and shit. Yeah. You know, and like some, yeah, I'm sure like KFC's got like a head chef, I'm sure. Yeah. And I know I shit talk fried shit, fried, deep fried food, but you know, that would be a pretty cool position too. Yeah. I mean, he's trying the, the thing is like, I mean, the head chef of KFC, he's been trying to find that 12th herb to really mix things up but i mean he's never gonna find it because it's the perfect 11 herbs and spices <laughs> you know but he's there's gonna be a there's gonna be a prodigy that comes through who has that 12th herb or spice that's gonna really fucking set it off and probably end racism <laughs> this is the truth man listen i don't make the rules man i just enforce them you know i just i i i, I see um I see what the world is like. All right, so there's two types of people: people that see what the world is like and say what could be, and then there's the people like me who see what the world is and say, "You're gay." Yep. I thought that'd I get think, a bigger I laugh, think... but I was trying to make that up as I was doing it because I couldn't remember what is the whole thing. See what the world is like. Uh, you see the world and say what could be, and see the world and say what could I do. Some bullshit like that. I don't know. Some fucking gay retard from the fucking history said some dumb shit, dude. Like I want to, I, I, I want to kill everybody that's dead in history. I want to double kill. Well, that's what they're doing now with the statues. I am actually in support of pulling down statues now because those guys sucked. Not because they were like racist or whatever. Just because they're dead. So, what, you start a country? Great. Yeah, well, the country sucks now, dickhead. I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I think this is a good, be a good point to close out the podcast, because looking at the, it, and apparently this is the real deal. Uh, they do, in fact, have Carl's Jr. in Belarus. Uh, I am hungry for a fucking burger, and I gotta go eat dinner. Hell yeah, um, dude. There's there's one thing I want to bring up. Um, our latest book, uh, Terrace's latest book, uh, Panic by Benjamin Welton. Benjamin Welton. Uh, we talked about it on the last show and all this stuff. Um, today, it hit number one on Amazon New Releases That's in American right. Poetry. Dude. Yeah. We beat Joe. We beat Joyce Carol Oates. We beat Lana Del Rey. We beat Lana Del Rey, which I'm sure she would you know enjoy. I, well, I don't know anything about any of those other people. All I know is, not having read it, um, I'm sure it's fucking amazing. I think you, you sent me one uh, from it. Benjamin Walton is the most underrated author, not only on our site, uh, but just probably alive today. Like, but I, and it's just uh, yeah, I understand it's a strong endorsement, and I don't read a lot, but like, not only is he amazing as an author he's also just like a really cool guy that's what made the last episode so depressing for me is my fucking internet kept fucking up i wanted to go forever and talk to this guy i all i want to do is be benjamin oh. welton's fucking friend 
you know, like you'd be like, well, oh, we've got like we've we've got five more books coming from him, so he'll be back on. He's the best. Point. He's the best guy. Oh, we have five more, but yeah, I, like I oh you, oh you did you write a book one day? Okay, Benjamin Walton just continues to write books, and they're all good, and they don't talk down to you. Like that's what I love about his writing is they don't talk down to you. They don't just assume you're a genius, and but they're not stupid. They assume that you're a human being, and he he can just tell you a story. Uh, the best way I ever put it is, in my opinion, he'll tell you a story about a car, you know, and it's like it's like somebody talking to you sitting out in the garage drinking fucking PBRs, man, you know. He's just like a real dude. He's a real ass dude. Uh, I he's the most underrated motherfucker. Like, if you take one thing from Terror House ever, it should be buy Benjamin Welton's books. Now, now I could talk like this because he's not here. If he was here, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you're cool, I guess. You know, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want to. I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll listen to this. Well, I, it's, I, I want to be his friend, dude. Like, he's like such a down to earth, awesome guy who writes incredibly. Like, I'm a huge fanboy, dude. I'm a fucking Welton boy. Uh, ben Boy there. Ben Boy. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Ben a, Boy. He's a, he's a great guy. He's a great writer. And, you know, it's just awesome that his book is number one on Amazon right now. Yeah, of course it is because it's fucking good. And people that listen to this podcast that buy our shit are fucking incredible too. Now, this is when you know I'm drunk, when I'm saying nice things about the audience. You guys are incredible. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, probably you should share the podcast around a little bit more. You know, because I, I put hours of work in into recording this and then five minutes afterwards i it it takes me it just takes me five minutes of of excruciating moving files around because nothing's real anymore but you know you, you go share the podcast more and then buy benjamin walton's books also everybody's books who's that other guy like uh, brian eckert you know he he's yeah, a good go twitter by, go guy by into the vortex yeah he's great Who's that other guy I like? Uh, the 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 uh, the con artist that lives in Eastern Europe. I can't remember his name right now. We had him on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I assume he's a con artist because he he lives in Eastern Europe. The uh, uh, the funny guy. I liked him. Uh, I think his name is Matt Forney. No, not you. You're a different type of con artist. Damn it! What was that guy's name? He was the guy we had Mark on. Mark Zolo. Mark Zolo. Yes. Yeah, I never got to follow him or he followed me or anything like that on tour. Mark Zeller, go buy his fucking books too, because that guy is a fucking disaster of a human being. It's fucking awesome. He's just great. Like we 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 exclusively publish good ass stuff. That's I've now officially changed the name from Terror House to uh, Good Ass Stuff Publishing. It was a unilateral that decision. Be a, that would be a. That will be our new our new publishing label. Yeah, good ass stuff. And, and also, it'll just, it'll just be Benjamin Welton's books. Yeah, just good ass stuff. Dot 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 dot. The N word. <laughs> 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 and with that, in your local Barnes and Noble, the next time you're allowed to go to stores, uh, you know, and then and then look out for Benjamin Welton's new book, Masks Are for Fucking Homosexuals, and uh, it it'll be actually about um having sex with men um and that you should wear a mask while you while you have sex with men and then it'll be good <laughs> it'll be great i'm fucking damn right. okay. okay yeah but yeah go go check out go check out panic 
uh, by Benjamin Welton. Out now. Number one. Go buy it. Uh, Brian, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, oddly enough, yes. Go to Humble Bundle. Uh, I think it's got like ten more, nine more days on it or whatever. Go to Humble Bundle. And their uh, summer bundle sale or whatever has all of these Telltale games. They've got The Walking Dead. They've got the Batman stuff. They've got uh, The Wolf Among Us. All of that you can get. I mean, I paid like $90 for all of these games. You can get them right now, all of them, for like 15 bucks. Uh, I cannot press this enough. They're all fantastic. The Oxenfree is on there, uh, which is a great game. Go buy those fucking games, dude. Like fifteen dollars, and you're looking at, you know, at, at least a hundred hours of entertainment. Um, I'm thinking of buying them just to give them away. Plus, Matt, I want to do this. If you retweet the show, I have Steam keys. Some of them really good. If you retweet the show, uh, and Matt will just have to tell me about it. I'm putting work on him. I will put you into a drawing. I'll give you a free Steam key. All right, uh, it, you know, you may have it, you You'll may get a not. free game, guys. Yeah, retweet the fucking show if you're listening to this on Twitter. Yeah, retweet the show. You entered into a drawing. I will give away a free Steam key. I usually give them away on DLive uh, for Simpsons Trivia. But uh, go buy that fucking Humble Bundle because it's the best one I've ever seen. Uh, and retweet the show because I'll give you a, a free Steam key. Because I've got some AAA games as well. I'm not saying you're going to get that, but I also, like, don't label them. I just label them as given away and not given away. So, it could be Borderlands. It could be, you know, Ransom City. I really have no idea. Um, Because, like, I I didn't really really take care of that. Uh, And then I thought, on principle, I wouldn't. I would just continue to keep them as stuff that I, I don't have. So, they're just, they're letters to me. But... Retweet the show, you get a free Steam key. And we might just keep doing that for a little while. But go buy that fucking Humble Bundle, because it's like the best, dude. Uh, the, do you remember when I streamed The Walking Dead? Yeah. I cried my fucking eyes out. Clementine is such an amazing character. Um, go buy yeah, yeah. Go, go buy that shit. Go buy, go buy the Humble Bundle and shit and retweet the show and, you know, and you'll get a free game or some shit or whatever Brian said here. It's a gaming yeah, podcast you know. now, dude. It's a gaming podcast now. Yeah, and, of course, go follow Brian on DLive at DLive.tv slash Bryden. His website, brianproctor.com. Um, all his other stuff will be in the description. You can, of course, check me out at matt40.com and my YouTube DLive. That will also be in the description. And that'll do it for this episode of Terror House Radio. Be sure to check in every day at Terror House Magazine, terrorhousemag.com for our latest publications. Check out our books at Terror House Press, terrorhousepress.com. Follow our social media links in the description. And don't forget that you can always check out past episodes of Terror House Radio at terrorhouseradio.com. Terror House Radio is produced by Bryden Proctor and presented really by, by Jugs. Jugs. Intro Yo, music j- by Meme Extremists. L9 coming my bud. This is Matt Forty. Don't let the best subscribe down, and we are out. Nailed it, dude. Did you want to do it? Nah. Well, it was, I nailed funny. it. I nailed it. I nailed it. I nailed it.